If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. You're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on News Radio 1067. We have mostly cloudy skies and 40 degrees in Atlanta. Semper Fi, it's time for The Kimmer Show. I'm Scott Kimmer. Hi, right, we News got Radio enough. Carry up, hurry up. We're in a hurry. <laughs> the Kimmer does the work of three men Larry, Curly, and Moe. The Kimmer Show on News Radio 1067. <laughs> Sorry, Scott. <laughs> You know, if you can't make fun of Scott, just take advantage of the niceness of Scott Kimbler once in a while, every week or so. It just brings a smile to the whole joint, doesn't it? <laughs> Thank you, team. Look out. 12.05. Oscars. Yeah. Glory. Glory from the the song original best song won the Oscar last night for Selma, the story about how Ralph David Abernathy didn't do a damn thing in the civil rights movement, and Martin Luther King was all by himself. Lessons. The movement is a rhythm to us. The Abernathys were never heard from in Georgia. They never lived here. They never showed up at any marches. The story of Selma and the singular effort by only one man, Martin Luther King Jr. Who had all those private meetings in the White House with that racist LBJ who didn't do a damn thing for black people. We all know it. Yes, the true story of Selma. Yeah, this is uh, John Legend in common. Yeah, and, and then it got a little stupid, by the way. I, I Maybe I should start off with the actual program. It's 12.06, and it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067. 844 404 All right, right now, and then John Legend, this guy Common, um, who uh, made a very uh, eloquent speech, I think, about uh, civil rights and the bridge and so forth, and what it had meaning then has meaning now. So it was, it was very, uh, uh, I thought... Important and telling and moving and, and significant. And then <laughs> and then John Legend got up and tried to make this for a point. We know that the Voting Rights Act that they fought for 50 years ago is being compromised right now in this country today. We know that right now... Really? The struggle for freedom and justice is real. We live in the most incarcerated country in the world. Well, why is that again? There are more black men under correctional control today than were under slavery in 1850. And why is that again, sir? When people are marching with our song, we want to tell you we are with you, we see you, we love you, and march on. God bless you. There you go. There you go. Thank you. Okay. Oscars, come on. You know, this may, I think they jumped the shark. You know, honestly, I, I, okay, I mean, obviously I'm not going to stay up till 1230 when I get up at 4, so I obviously couldn't make the whole thing of the Oscars, but I stayed up for a little while. And every it's every the same thing every time. First of all, the set looked ridiculous. I mean, it looked like some explosion of glitter and broken glass that someone stuck in a metronome or something. It was just ridiculous. Uh, and and Neil Patrick Harris seems like a very nice fellow, but he's not the host of the Oscars. 
I mean, I don't know. And and it's just you know, it's just bashing America and and it just it just it's just all negative and it's yeah, who needs it? You know, honestly, I think they jumped the shark. I think I think that may have been it for me. I, I just you know. And by the way, a couple of things. That silly movie on the on the Budapest Hotel was a very cool yeah. movie. I watched it the other night on, K- on the K- Showtime or whatever it was. It's a very clever movie. I mean, it's it's uh, it was entertaining. It was weird. It was kind of artsy and highbrow in a way, but it was very uh, um, down to earth in its language and its action. I mean, it was really a very very interestingly well done movie. Uh, if you get a chance to see it on cable or something, you should go see it. It'd be worth doing. Or sit during the living room. All right, it's only me. It's only the camera. Twelve oh nine on News Radio one zero six seven. All right, we got a couple of things in the news historically to make mention of today. This day, nineteen forty five, World War Two. U.S. Marines on Iwo Jima captured Mount Suribachi. This is where they raised the American flag, which became the iconic picture of World War Two and perhaps of all warfare. Uh, actually, there were two flag raisings. The picture you see that's the Mount Suribachi flag raising was actually the second one. The second flag raised by taken by Joe Rosenthal of the Associated Press. Who wasn't sure he had a picture at all when he took it. He just snapped away and said, well, I don't know what I have. And, in fact, most of his stuff was lost in the water. Uh, but he got that one back, and that was the second picture. And, of course, uh, Flag of Our Fathers was a famous movie based on the book, based on what happened, actually happened in Mount Suribachi. Okay, uh, 1209, it's only me. How's it going? Here's the number, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Sorry. Oh, and speaking of the Oscars, have you heard this one? Uh, no, we, just, we, we have the sound in here somewhere, right? Let me find it. Uh, this one, the girl of the Fox girl. Oh. Uh, Nori Jones, Kid Rock, Grateful there Dead, Eagle. Where, oh, here we go. Here we go. Listen, this is a, a, in Cleveland, <gasps> Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Bring it up again. We'll vote okay, on it. Foster Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> but first... I gotta stop doing this meth in the morning, Jesus! I gotta stop this drinking in the elevator in between the newscasts and the, you know, during the commercial breaks or something. I don't. No, no, I see. So, uh, Cleveland, Ohio, morning news anchor Christy Capel on the local Fox channel in Cleveland was talking about Lady Gaga singing as Julie Andrews last night. Wow, Lady Gaga surprising a lot of people last night with his tribute to the sound of music. Afterwards, Julie Andrews joined him on stage, gave her a hug. They called it wonderful. It's It's very impressive, though, isn't it? It's hard to really hear her voice. Lady Gaga. With all the jigaboo music. Crap, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) Jigaboo. She has a nice voice. She's a gorgeous voice. I never knew. Very nice. All right, 622 this morning. (laughs) Can you believe it? Holy smokes! It's hard to hear with all the jigaboo music in the background. <laughs> oh my God, man! And then she said, <laughs> "So." And by the way, the guy next to her is a black guy, anchorman, who is going, "Yeah, okay, all right then. <laughs> See you after the show. <laughs> Come by your house and <laughs> burn a couple letters in your lawn or something." Jeez. No. Then she said, "She she she texted out. She said, or what do you call it? Tweet, tweet, tweet. tweet tweeted." Um, I, I do apologize if I offended you. I didn't know the meaning behind it or that it was even a word. Thank you for watching. <laughs> oh, that makes it ever so much better. <laughs> My God. Holy smoke. Now, she says she had no idea what she was talking about. First of all, how is it possible that an anchor woman has never heard that phrase? 
And secondly, that she doesn't know what she's talking about, or if it's a word, why did she say it? She's an anchor woman, a news person. She's an airhead. She's, you know, a pretty girl with long, dark hair, and she looks great on TV and red lipstick, and so they put her on television. But it doesn't mean she knows anything. What an idiot. I wonder if she's going to be censured or fired or suspended or anything for this. And she apologized, saying, I just didn't know what it was, so it's hard to, you know, it's hard to blame her as being racist or yeah. insensitive. She's just stupid. Twelve, <laughs> twelve. Oh, you magnificent bastard. I read your book. Yeah, watch Patton again. Kimmer now and news while wow, traffic look out. on your ride home. Here we go, Stand News by. Radio 1067. <laughs> Here we go. Hey, this is Larry the Cable Guy, and this portion of the camera show is yeah. brought to you by yeah. AJC non-radio reporter Rodney Ho <laughs> and his two favorite contributors. Their names are Copy and Paste. <laughs> and now here's your host, at least for the time being, oh, Kim minute. Peterson. Thank you so very much there. Look out, it's only me, it's only the Kimmer. 12-19, time for your 12-16 break. Kimmer program. Like that clock there. Dire Straits began its first North American tour on this day in 1979. Where the living is easy, chicks are free or something, I don't know. <laughs> Money for nothing and the chicks are free, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I've been there too. It turned out to be just the opposite. <laughs> Thank you. Expensive mistake. All right, look out. Hey, oh, all right, 1219. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. All right, I got it. Here we go. A couple of birthdays. Peter Fonda, 75 today. In fact, just over the weekend, I uh, DVR'd and then just watched over the weekend, Easy Rider, because I'd never really seen the whole movie of Easy Rider, the iconic 60s uh, hippie, freako, travel the world and get in trouble movie. It was just, uh, it was... It was from, it made it 1969 with Dennis Hopper and Peter Fonda and Jack Nicholson, and and I've, I I've never actually seen the ending, and so I, it was a terrible movie. The directing was bad, the acting was bad, the cinematography was bad. It was just stupid. I mean, it was great seeing visuals of taking motorcycle ride across America, but that was the only thing worth anything in the movie. It was just a horrible, terrible. And it's supposed to be a Easy Rider, man. Yeah, that was really where it was at, man. 1969, man. Yeah, let's go around to high school and say, hey, girls, you want to take your top off? Okay, cool, all right. Hey, you want some weed, man? Okay. Jeez, what a waste. I mean, I, you know, just what a waste. All right, Peter Fonda, 75. Get out of here. I don't care about you. 1220, 1220. All right, I got Brad. I got uh, James, a meaning of words and stuff. We'll talk about ISIS, training children to be killers now. Uh, the shopping malls of America, and I'll bet you in Georgia, are under a possible attack by ISIS people. They're certainly planning for it. The Kayla Mueller family says the Bergdahl deserter swap hurt her chances of living. Saudi cops arrest boys for dancing at a birthday party. How unusual. Uh, Hillary's a crook. Uh, the fraud on women and her staff. Uh, Kay, uh, uh, Georgia Engines want an apology. Uh, we got all okay, kinds. The uh, grandmother in Alabama ran a kid to death. We got the whole story here. But before, oh, wait a minute, there's a newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line there. Uh, good afternoon. Kimmer. Hey, it's W. It's <laughs> good w? to know the pressure's off. No matter how good or bad I do, that Brett's going to ruin the show anyway. <laughs> so be, thanks for giving me a heads up on that. Right after you, sir. Well, I'm looking forward to the Oscars tonight. I hope John Travolta doesn't make an ass of himself well, again. Well, sir, yeah. <laughs> but I hope Patricia Arquette lays off the booze, you know. <laughs> she was hammered. You kind of missed it, though, sir. It was, it was last I time. missed what? Yeah, the, the Oscars. The, the Academy oh, Wars, I think sir. I heard something about it. Kimmer's yeah. amazing. I'm sorry I missed it. Yeah. Uh, 
Stephen Hawking won for Best Actor. I bet he was speechless when he got that award. <laughs> no, sir, it was an actor who played the part. See, is what he. Oh, the, the actor got not not. Well, Stephen I'm not Hawking. alone. You know, Senator Lindsey Graham missed most of the Academy Awards show he last night. Missed most of it. What do you mean? Well, his TV's been on a freeze frame ever since Neil Patrick Harris came out in those wide front <laughs> jockey shorts. <laughs> I guess no one has to ask what the number one screensaver is over at Cox Broadcasting this morning. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a division of men's warehouse, which is which not is a clothing store, but a warehouse filled with eligible men. I have some late-breaking news. All right, sir. Yes, sir. Greenbrier Mall has been taken off that terrorist watch list, Kimmer. Wow, that's great. Well, Al-Qaeda figured, you know, that they'd be outgunned. <laughs> No such taking a chance. <laughs> <laughs> you see, they'd be outgunned. Damn, they got Uzis. Lord, I watched some of the L.A. Open from Riviera went into a playoff yesterday. Playoff, yeah. What a tournament. Yeah, Sergio Garcia kind of reminded me of uh, former 60 Minutes reporter Bob Simon. Well, what do you mean by that, sir? Well, he had a really bad driver. Oh, ho, ho. he said. He hit the ball with a driver. It was not. It didn't you didn't kill him, though. I don't know. <laughs> not exactly the same. I mean, he was left to you on. Sergio would have been left to you on 17 and 18. That's <laughs> yeah. how bad it was. It was far off line. Well, I tell you what, Bill O'Reilly is fit to be tied, Cameron. He's really tied. furious at that Mother yeah. Jones magazine article yeah. that claimed that he inflated his war record, you know, pulled yeah. a Brian Williams or something. Yeah, Lion Brian, yeah. Yeah, did Bill you did you hear O'Reilly over the weekend? No, I hear he had something. You're saying I inflated my war record? Are you people out of your Falkland minds over there? <laughs> Falkland. <Are> you... <laughs> See, if I'm in the Falklands, I... <laughs> British. <laughs> I worked all weekend on that joke, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be better than what's coming up as soon as I hang out. I know that. Stand by, Brett. <laughs> we'll do it live. We'll do the joke live. Falkland Mines over it's here. Falklands. Mm. Thank you. Great. <laughs> well, there you are. Is that... <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. I got a few Look out! But there was a time back in my Here we go. When I could really Twelve twenty-four. It it's only me. It's only me. Uh, News Radio 1067 844 1067 It's Brett the truck driver. James coming up. Hello, Brett. <laughs> What's going on, man? Hey, uh, I just heard a word I hadn't heard in a long time, Kimmer. What's that, buddy? Uh, I'm not going to say All it. All right, but, then, uh, either one. All right, sir, we'll have the girl hey, uh, say it, but, uh, you know. Hmm. Yeah. I think she, if she gets fired for Fox, I believe she could probably do her a job working at one of Paula Dean's restaurants, couldn't she? Either that, or I think she's going to be the new speaker uh, at Kennesaw State for the weekend. Yeah. Hey, ho, oh, hey. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yowie. All right, it's James on News Radio 1067. Hello, James. Happy stinking Monday. What's up, man? Hey, Kimber, good to hear from you. Hey, you know what? I Glad wanted to call. say something to you. Yes, we, we go way back. Yes, I'm actually, I was James in the Big Rig, the first guy. James in the Big Rig. You were my, like, my Kenworth guy or my, uh, uh, back in the I day. I was the first one. Right? Yeah, that's I right. I remember. Guy. James in the Big horn, Rig. But uh, now I'm James the G-Man, and I can't really talk about it much. Nah, it's but, all right, sir. Yes. But, but we had some time. Hey, do you remember back in 2006, I think it was George Allen up in Virginia, was, was sandbagged by a reporter for his opponent. And uh, he called him a macaca. 
Yes. <laughs> and he made, he made that up on the spot. You know what he wanted to call him. Yeah. He knew that he was being recorded, and he just, caca. Yeah. And then they came up and said, oh, that was a monkey. And because the guy looked black, but he was actually Indian, he wasn't. He, and he was more white than Indian, yeah. as in the country, they said it was a racial thing, and he lost that entire election. Yeah. He I... lost. <laughs> he was ahead by who knows how much. And he was taken down because he had made up a word. And this woman didn't make up a word, but it's okay. Yeah. I mean, well, James saying, we don't know if it's okay yet or not. I mean, it just happened, I guess, was over the weekend. Well, it must have been last night or this morning. Yeah, this morning. It had to be this morning. So we'll find out <laughs> by, the end, by late today. I'll, I'll bet you we're going to know a little something about this case. Anyway, more news is coming up, sponsored by The Siding Doctor. Also, speaking of people who don't know much, there's a, a bunch of stores in Auckland, Australia, which are now recalling their uh, supply of Nazi swastika tattoos for children. Yes, they <laughs> somebody said, oh, I didn't know what a swastika was. So they were selling them left and right. Now they're asking people to bring them back. Swastika tattoos for children. You got to love it. All right, it's 1227. It's only the Kimmer. Your calls, 844-404-1067. And the really expensive chocolate and the doggy prayer. All coming up on News Radio 1067. You're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on News Radio 1067. This is Orson Welles. <laughs> or- and you're listening to the show that has redefined entertainment. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Apparently, on this show, it has nothing to do with actually being entertaining. It's unrewarding. It's meaningless. Why would anyone listen to it? Wait a minute. And now, under protest, here's your interim host, Kim Peterson. What the? Just a damn moment or something. I don't know. 1234. Look out. I remember waiting for the school bus. Jenny Clayton. This is Kid Rock. And neither one of And Kid Rock was playing the Daytona 500, saying he feels right at home because it's the Redneck Super Bowl. Kid Rock headlined a pre-race concert, including his new single, this one, First Kiss. The album comes out tomorrow. And he says he's still lucky that people uh, don't mind if he plays some new music. Instead of going to the bathroom or getting a beer, he hopes the day comes he can be courteous enough to play the old stuff, which the fans want. But I was just saying to Pete, guess what we do? We have uh, a couple of birthdays, and we'll get back to our uh, issue with Kid Rock here for a second. Look out, first kiss. Here we go. Birthdays include Kristen Davis, the pretty one, the sweet one from Sex in the City, the, the, the least slutty. Uh, Kristen Davis, the dark hair one, she's 50 today. And ironically, on this very same day of her birthday in 2004, it was the finale of Sex and the City airing on her birthday, which is kind of weird. And um, Patricia Richardson from Home Improvement, the wife, 64. All right, now back to Kid Rock. We have tickets to see Kid Rock. I have two tickets to see Kid Rock at the uh, Aaron Amphitheater in July, in 19th of July. And Aaron's Amphitheater used to be Lakewood. That's what they call now call Lakewood. Amphitheater down south was a little bit. Uh, two t- uh, Kid Rock tickets, and let's do... Oh, oh by the way, here's a funny thing. Uh, Kid Rock's flinging, and when I said to Pete, I said, uh, let, let's give away some Kid Rock tickets. What do you want? How do you want to do it? And he said, uh, well, maybe people do some rap for him or something. I said, rap? Kid Rock's a, a country singer. No, he's not. I was waving. What now? When did Kid Rock be... Was a rapper? We asked John Boy. He, he's a mu- the, you know millennial music guy. Was Kid Rock first known as a rapper? He really was like a rap, heavy metal rap type guy. Rap and metal, like Limp Biscuit, yeah. 
when he first came out. His first I, album. Well, I don't never knew that. When, when was in the nineties or when or ten, ten years ago? Yeah, when was he? He's like, not that old. I mean, late nineties, early two thousands. God, yeah. I don't know why I didn't know. I guess because I didn't listen to heavy metal. But I, and then funny, I never do that. Awesome. And, and he said, in fact, he says, um, he said, I like it when when, I, when the day comes that people want to just hear my old stuff. I'll play it for them because I, I want to do what the people like. So anyway, mm-hmm. that was cool. Okay, uh, we have two tickets. We'll give them away. I know CP. What now? <laughs> well, now I've done it. All right, crap. We'll give him away now. I don't care. We got to we'll give him away right now. I don't give a damn. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. And we'll we're maybe make you uh, show that you know who Kid Rock is. Uh, maybe give us a line from one of his earlier songs or rappers or something Rabbit. like that. Okay, well, give us a little rap thing to prove you know who Kid Rock is, and we'll give you these tickets. Okay, 844-404-1067. First, so while we're doing that, Joe's on the line on News Radio 1067. Hello, Joe. Hey, Ken, I've got a, a heartfelt message for you and some of your listeners about um, racism and Muslim terrorists and President Obama. All right, Joe, with a message on racism, Obama, and terrorism. Yes, sir. Yes. If you if you think that President Obama doesn't love this country, um, please don't vote. You're not very smart. You're not helping. If you ever <laughs> voted for George Bush Jr., oh, don't vote. All right, you, if you you love your kids, you love your family, you want a good world for them. Don't vote because obviously you don't you don't understand how things work, and you know not everybody does, and that's okay. And I'm sure a lot of your listeners, when they go to the voting booth or when they see something they don't understand, yeah. I'm sure deep inside yeah. part of them knows they probably don't ball. know what's up. Yeah, they just don't know. And, think, you know, if you think if you think putting that dumb love his country, you're too stupid. God knows you're too stupid to vote, too stupid to have a job, probably too stupid to have sex. Hey, ladies, if you think someone doesn't love the president, cut him off, baby. Joe, thanks, man. That was wow. That you know, we don't normally get that kind of incredible insight, that that, that intelligence, that that literary power of the spoken word. Oh. <clears throat> <laughs> All right then, sweetness bell, shut up. All right. If you live in the South, this is for you, Joe. If you live in the South, once and twice are words. Thank you. (laughs) Once and twice. (laughs) And it's not a shopping cart. It's a buggy. But just for the record, I, that's just a little sweet to spell. All right, let's see. I show you these tickets. I have two sure. tickets to go see Kid Rock at uh, Amphitheater. Aaron's Amphitheater used to be Lakewood on July 19th. Two tickets. Uh, we'll, we'll start with Randy, and we'll run them right down here. Pete, on News Radio 1067. Hi, Randy. Welcome aboard, sir. Hey, Kim, a longtime fan. I remember when uh, Reverend Jackson called you at Christmas time, and you said the uh, Reverend Jackson said he could tell it was getting Christmas season because the last three entries in his checkbook were a ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, give me a little Kid Rock something, Randy. You want these tickets? I can't sing at all, but uh, Only God Knows Why. Uh, Born Free, that's a couple of his older ones. And but uh, All right, well, put you on hold. All right, there's an, it's an effort. He called. He called in. Let's uh, go over uh, Justin, and we'll get Sandy. Ray. Hey, Justin, how's it going, man? Sing, sing a little uh, song, Kid Rock for us. I was born free, yeah, 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 I was born free. Isn't that sort of early Beatles? All right, we'll put them on hold right there. So that's Justin yeah. uh, and Sandy on News Radio 1067. Hello, Sandy. How you doing? Great show. Thank Great you so show. much. What's going on? Give me a little, little Kid Rock here. Well, I'm living my life in a slow hell. <laughs> There's Different that country girl version. Every night and 
motel. <laughs> All right, hold it. Put him on hold. And now we got double Brads. Here's Brad number one on News Radio 106.7. Brad, welcome aboard. Give me a little, uh, a little f- uh, fabulous Kid Rocks here. We were trying funny things and we were smoking funny things. <laughs> hey, there you go. I thought that was a new okay. Christy Minstrels, but that's fine. And now Double Brad on News Radio 106.7. Hello, other Brad. What do you got? Hey, uh, one of his older songs is called Ball to the Ball. It goes, Ball to the Ball, the bang, the dang, dig, dig, shoot, the bitty bomb, the dog, drop, the boogie. Oh, I have a winner. We'll give him <laughs> <laughs> If that ain't heavy metal, by God, I don't know what is. And I know my music, mister. All right, congratulations, Brad. We'll put you on hold, and you have won the tickets. And the other guys, thanks, man. We appreciate it. Have fun. So, Brad, uh, Brad, double Brad, uh, number two. We'll get our official uh, tickets to go see Kid Rock. All right, there you go. Uh, A couple of things from the Oscars last night. In the memoriam section, they did not mention Joan Rivers. And people are tweeting and Twittering and texting and suggesting on uh, social media and so forth that it was because... They hated her because she used to make fun of them all so much. Well, here's what the official reason is. Uh, You can't blame the Oscar producers because the Academy panel decides who goes in the segment. Producers are never involved. So it had nothing to do with the people putting on the show, which they say. Secondly, the dead guy or woman must be a voting member of the Academy. What? I did not know that. I didn't know that until I read that this morning. You cannot, and that's why, for example, uh, Farrah Fawcett and Elaine Stritch were never mentioned in the Dead People uh, Memoriam thing in recent years Academy Awards. They never mentioned Farrah Fawcett. What a bunch of... Because she wasn't a voting member of the Academy, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. If you're supposed to be paying tribute to people in the business who died, but she's in the business. I mean, what, what, what kind of an incestuous bunch of crap is this? Oh, if you're not a member of the Academy, then we can't vote around the Academy. Well, for God's sakes, it's supposed to be a tribute to the, the people at home who want to see who died. They don't give a damn whether they're a voting member of your stupid group. Freaking liberal idiots. I want you to be a little more exclusive. You know, keep people out of it instead of memorializing those who actually died that people cared about. I can't believe it. 1242. Take your sticking paws off me. All right, then. Damn dirty ape. The Kimmer Now and News Weather and Traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Oh, Here we go. Stand by. Stand by. This is your formerly alive announcer, Don Pardo. No, and done. this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by Patricia Arquette, ah. who thanked the cast, <laughs> the crew, and the makers of Jack Daniels. <laughs> and now here. Here's your host, Kim Peterson. Yeah, I think we have a good reason why. Pete pointed this out to me. I didn't see much of the Emmys, and I can't watch that crap beforehand. I mean the Oscars. I can't. I cannot watch that red carpet interview stuff. Oh, your dress is so beautiful. Oh, thank you. Do you really like it? Oh, God, you're so beautiful. Oh, oh. I don't know. I mean, I can't. It makes me embarrassed. I mean, I can't watch it. Literally, can't watch it. Anyway, um, and the reason that um, uh, Patricia Arquette <laughs> was a little goofy last night when she, Pete pointed out that when she was being interviewed beforehand, they had her sitting down because she was drunk. <laughs> she was hammered, slurring her words. And when she got up there, <laughs> well, we'll play it for you in a second. News break line coming up here in just a second, too. Uh, but uh, this is Nora Jones, who on this day in 2003, Nora Jones was put up for... Emmys 
No, that's not right. Put up for Grammys. Nora Jones was the idiot. Adoption. Adoption. She was turned into a dog and was adopted by the Atlanta Humane Society. Tremendous little doggy. No, I, I'm, it's Monday and I don't, I'm just, I'm not, I got nothing. That's it. All right, here we go. Nora Jones was put up for five Grammy Awards. In every category she was nominated, she won. She won all five. Put up five times and won all five. Nora Jones, 2003. There you go. All right, uh, quick birthday not here. Mark Price from Family Ties is 47. I don't remember him. And uh, the siege of the Alamo began in San Antonio on this day in 1836. Davy Crockett and the boys. All right, 12th uh, uh, and uh, Travis, what's his name? Rudy. Uh, 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 oh, listen to this. Rudy Giuliani is fighting back. In fact, he's fighting back with a commercial endorsement. He created a media firestorm proclaiming that President Obama doesn't love America. Now, Rudy Giuliani is back with even more shocking claims. Right. You know, I'm probably going to get a lot of grief for saying this, but that Chris Christie has a serious weight problem. <laughs> I know this is a provocative statement, but I don't think that uh, Bruce Jenner is going to make a very attractive woman. <laughs> well, you know that Joe Biden sure has some stupid <laughs> It's the Rudy Giuliani Stating the Obvious Tour. Getting in trouble for just telling the truth. You know, if that Kimmer guy was smart, he'd give Brent the truck driver a rest. Of course, he isn't smart, so he won't. <laughs> oh, that's cold. It's the Rudy Giuliani tour right here. 1250 on News Radio 106.7. By the way, the latest creepy Uncle Joe Biden is John Travolta. Last night, he was, uh, Idina Menzel was uh, presenting the best original song with this with Travolta. And he, it was a joke about him messing up her name last year. So this year, he tried to apologize, and he started fondling her face. I mean, went right up and you know, put his nose right up on top of her face, and we started fondling her face. And uh, I don't know, he did it to Scarlett too. Scarlett Johansson, yes. your girl. Yeah. Oh man, I'm surprised you're still here. You're on your way to damn Los Angeles, Pally. <laughs> Twelve fifty. Hey, wait, there's a newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line there. Good afternoon. Just in time, Brent hung up. Just this is Tony Bennett calling. <laughs> Tony Bennett, what an honor! How's it going? Your show is beautiful, Kim. It's yeah, great. Thank you, know, you. Thank you so much, sir. So it's going to be off at the end of the week, and I have heard something. <laughs> oh, wait, you know, that's sort of not good. Yeah, it's a shame that I, Tony Bennett, couldn't have shared the stage with my old friend Lady Gaga. You know, we've worked together on so many songs and yeah. albums. Yeah, I would have loved to have helped Lady Gaga with that wonderful Julie Andrew tribute she did last night. A wonderful tribute, sound of music. Hell is alive. With the sounds of Kimma, a recreation that will make you puke. I bust my brains out at the sound of Kimma. Dixie chicks choking on buffalo wings. These are a few of my favorite things. Dixie chicks choking on buffalo wings? That must be the disco version. Oh. Oh, a girl on Cheshire Bridge, <laughs> niece, at least that what Swerman Kane says. <laughs> That's just Don't a few of my... Kill your favorite things. <laughs> well, the Oscars kind of always remind me of the way the contracts are awarded out there at Hartsfield Corrupt Airport. <laughs> well, what do you mean, sir? Well, somebody says, may I have the envelope, please? <laughs> And it better be filled with unmarked 50s and non-sequential numbers if you want that. No checks, please. <laughs> Paper trail, man. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> 
Much like when the Porter sisters come to a deadlock on the Berlin's trial. May I have the envelope, please? What was the dementia, Kim, about John Travolta creeping out? Yeah. I, you oh. know, whatever her name is, yeah, I can't man. say it either. Yeah, Did you see uh, Scarlett Johansson when he groped her? Yeah. But you oh, the oh. poor woman looked horrified. Scarlett looked like she just shed saliva with the village people or something. I mean, oh. <laughs> you know, she may have and not even know it. Was. <laughs> How can you tell? <laughs> One more thing that's been yes, bothering sir. me, Tony Bennett. Yes, they sir. showed this commercial during the Oscars. Uh, yeah. Bryant Gumble and Katie Couric in the same car together, that commercial. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. I yeah. keep saying, where is Bob Simon's driver when you really need him? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Tony Bennett. I'm hanging up just in time. <laughs> <laughs> just in time. Thank you, Tony. Tony Bennett right here. And speaking of uh, strange things with those strange outcomes, the Kardashian clan and a close one, Chloe and Kim Kardashian, were in a vehicle in Montana, and uh, apparently it slid off the road into a ditch. No, they're fine. They're fine. So uh, the was in the ditch. Right? Yeah, that's us. A... <laughs> cute. All right, it's twelve fifty-four. Here's Ted on News Radio one hundred six seven. How's it going, Ted? Hey, Kimmer, did you see the race yesterday? I saw part of. It. I didn't get the whole four hours or what, five hours, whatever. But I saw a bunch of it off and on. And uh, I'm kind of, are you kind of surprised that Logano won the thing? Well, no, not really about that. I mean, I wish I could have watched the race. I thought it was a uh, Fox Sport Network. Uh, Commercial marathon, man. Well, you know, everything is getting just too much. I mean, the, the, the information around the screens of the TV, uh, the stuff they're trying to... I mean, all this excess information and plugs and cross-promos and stuff, and I don't know, I it just... You know. Well, it, it kind of wore me out because I was sitting there. The race started at one thirty, and yeah. by 2.10, I was about ready to hang it up because I figured I didn't keep a stopwatch on it. Yeah. But I was watching it, and I thought, you know, there's 15 minutes of racing and 20 minutes of spots. Yeah. And it just on and on and on. It was just wearing me out. Yeah, I know. It's it's just things aren't the same anymore on uh, television news. And, and part of the reason is that they're trying to get as many commercials on as they can at a particular time because the sponsors are paying for it. And in a place like a race or a golf tournament that could go an extra time or a, a, an overtime baseball game, your spot load, your commercial load has to be spread out into the time that it's on the air that they're paying for. So. I mean, that's not an excuse. I'm just saying there's sometimes there are reasons for it. But you're right; it's all it's out of control. And speaking of Joey Logano, you know, when he was uh, when he was married, he lost his. He just was married, I think, this past summer, very recently, and he lost his wedding ring on his honeymoon. And when you're when you win the Daytona 500, one of the awards you get besides the money and a big thing of milk or whatever is a ring. So a reporter asked Joey Logano, hey, Joey, you going to lose this ring? <laughs> I, better not lose. I hope I don't lose this one. This one's harder to replace, I think. Um, Uh-oh. Well, Uh-oh. I'll take that back. Yeah, you better. I screwed up there. Hang <laughs> on, hang on. <laughs> Whoopsie. Well, insert I know, foot oh, here. Hang on. Well, what I meant, <laughs> what I meant to say, yeah. <laughs> well, she's she's still here with me. It's just it's just a symbol. Yeah, sure, uh, she's with me all the time. Yeah, she would be impossible to replace. Keep digging, Joey. Um, Keep digging, baby. There you go. That's how you redeem yourself. No, you didn't. No, you, no, you didn't. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to stop. We've all been there, haven't we? When, Well, honey, you know, I, I I know I'd rather go look at curtains with you and containers at the container store this weekend. But, you know, I was going to play golf one time this weekend with my buddies, and, and it's the thing I look forward to every 
Oh. So you look forward to playing golf with your buddies every weekend? Well, no. See, honey, I'm here with you all the time. So if I, oh, so in other words, you don't want to be with me? You'd rather be with your friends? And why'd you get married? No, no, sweetie, I love you so much that I want to be with you. But, I, you know, the golf is just like, oh, so in other words, you're only thinking about golf this weekend instead of how you can be a couple and get married. and ha- Yeah! 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 12.57! You are listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on News Radio 1067. Some people believe we sprang from apes. Well, The Kimmer didn't spring far enough. Don't the Kimmer it. Show <laughs> on News Radio 1067. <laughs> hey, thank you. Look out! It's only me. With the stones. And in case you weren't aware, Mick Jagger is 71 right now. And his latest squeeze used to be the girlfriend of actor Jude Law. Her name is Alicia Roundtree. Mick Jagger is 71. And she is 28. Yeah, John Boy, I will now give you a look at the picture of his uh, 28-year-old to the 71-year-old Mick Jagger's girlfriend. Yeah, not too shabby, huh? Is she gorgeous or what? Yeah. I mean, she's beautiful. She's, I mean, she's not. She's got kind of a exotic uh, face on her. I mean, she has a beautiful figure. But you know what? She's not muscular at all. She's not your typical modern-day workout gym woman with all the sinew and muscles and stuff. But she's got a perfect figure. She's a beautiful. Figure. She's from Mauritania or yeah, somewhere. somewhere in there. Anyway, she's uh, <laughs> Mick Jagger's she latest squeeze. Uh, let's see. She's uh, Alicia Roundtree, 28. She was at Rihanna's birthday party. She hails from Mauritius. Where's that Greece? Where is Mauritius? Isn't that isn't that isn't that off an of, island off of Greece or something? Uh, oh, is that Lusitania? Yeah, that's Lusitania. Yeah. Everybody sunk that whole island during that war thing there. Yeah. <laughs> and a sink of the island Lusitania. Yeah, it was brutal. It's off of Africa. Africa, there you go. All right, anyway, she's uh, 28, and she's very pretty. She has a lovely figure. But again, there's no there's no muscle to her. I mean, it's just, but she just has a beautiful figure. She's a lucky girl that way. All right, hold on. It's only me. I don't know what I'm talking about. There we go. It's under the cover. <laughs> Well, it used uh, to be Madagascar, I believe. Ah, now we're getting somewhere. Maybe that's a new name. There we go. I'll bet it is. All right, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. Do a little Oscar stuff for you. Uh, first, let me get a phone call or two. Deborah on News Radio 106.7. Hi, Deborah. Thank you for holding. How's it going? Hi, Kimmer. I wanted to tell you a little story. My my aunt, elderly aunt, told me about your show years ago when she used to listen to you. She's now retired, and so she said, Deborah, you you got to listen to this guy. He's so irrelevant, but you, he's so funny, he's so entertaining. you got to listen to him. Well, when you came back on the air, yeah. I listened to you, and I listened to you every day because I drive around delivering flowers. And so I, I finally bought her... Um, an AM, FM, CD player, because she doesn't have a computer or anything. And I'll tell you, it was like I bought her a Prada handbag or something. <laughs> you, you should have seen her eyes light up. Well, isn't that a nice thing to it say? Was a yeah. funny, it was the funniest thing. And um, I, wanted, I did want to weigh in a couple of things sure. on those Oscars. I did yeah. I did watch them. Yeah. I, do, I, th- I thought that Boyhood sh- should have won. I thought that was just interesting, making that movie over a 12-year period. And then the best song I... I really thought should have gone to uh, the Glenn Campbell song. Well, that would have been a nice tribute. It would, be, it would have been like John Wayne getting a goodbye Oscar, even though he didn't really deserve it for True Grit or whatever what? it was. But and, and Glenn Campbell, you know that 
I'm not sure that was a better song, but it would have been a tribute to a guy who's not going to know where he is in a matter of days. I mean, he's uh, fading away pretty fast. But it was such a great song, though. Have you yeah. listened to it? Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, we played it uh, a little while ago, in a couple, of, I think, sometime last week. Anyway, you know, yeah, yeah. that's all in the mind. It's kind of hard to pick the, you know, the best song of the Oscars. My, you know, that, that's, it, that may it, be it, one of the it, hardest it. things to pick for that matter. And then I love, I love your, I love your jokes. I, I repeat them so much. <laughs> <laughs> so do I, Deborah. <laughs> they're, so, they're so funny. Usually, when I hear them from somebody else first, that's why I often. And sometimes you'll be la- laughing, and you make me laugh, and I don't even know what I'm laughing at. Well, I don't know much myself, <laughs> Deborah, but you certainly come to the right place. I know that. Okay, I love, anyway, I love, I love. <laughs> Thanks, Deborah. You're very sweet. It. Thank you so much. Right. Great to talk awesome. to you. One oh nine. Here we you go. You imagine what would have happened <laughs> if Glenn Campbell would have. Beat out the glory song well, yeah. Selma. Yeah, I know. A riot. Well, and, and in fact, I wonder. I mean, you have to ask this question: whether there was so much. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't that much, but there was certainly an undercurrent of of racial undertones concerning the movie Selma. Uh, I mean, among the actor. I mean, I don't think people nationwide made a big deal about it, but among the actors in the Hollywood community and the act community, it was a huge scandal that Selma was not nominated for anything other than things like the song, and it wasn't Best Picture. It wasn't none of the actors were nominated. And the reason was that, they, you know, the movie was a good movie and it was an important movie, although it told a whole bunch of lies about the civil rights movement, made LBJ look like a Nazi, and it made uh, uh, Ralph David Aberdathy and his family look like they never showed up. Right. I mean, so, I mean, you know, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't a documentary. It was, a, it was somebody's maligning effort to blast the Ralph David Abernathy family for the Martin Luther King family, who had control over, you know, mention his stinking name, you got to pay him. There was supposed to be a protest last night by the actors. Yeah. And the director asked them not to do it. Yeah. It was stupid. I mean, you just, well, you're just calling attention to your own selfish, you know, look at me, look at me, look at me. It's a typical selfie generation of, you know, they want accolades and glory even though they didn't deserve it. I mean, it was a great, I'd go me wrong. They, you know, putting a movie together is an incredible, you know, production to make a movie. My God. And millions and the people and the war, the war. Oh, my God. But if it's not worthy of an Oscar, don't give it an Oscar. I mean, it's just be honest for crying out loud. It's 110. I, I, let me get to uh, Justin on News Radio 1067. Hello, Justin. How you doing again, Campbell? Welcome, sir. How's it going? I'm doing all right. Uh, do you watch the awards last night? I watched some of it, not all of it by a long shot. What do you think of Michael Keaton winning an award for Birdman? Well, he didn't win. Uh, the the uh, movie won the award. He did not win the award. And, you know, Michael Keaton was great as a comedian in that movie with Fonzie where they had the morgue and the call girls Night and shift. stuff. Hi, hi, what is it? Night Shift. Night Shift. And, and he was great in a bunch. He's been he's a very talented, funny guy. But I don't see him as a as a leading man actor. Who, who again? It was a great movie. I haven't seen it. I mean, I've seen clips, so I assume it was a powerful movie that was worth seeing. But I don't ever comment just because I don't think he probably was the best actor. Um, it, it was a it was a good movie because he yeah. played a superhero. Yeah, well, superheroes are good by me, Justin. That's for sure. In fact, if it, speaking of uh, idiots at the movies, did you hear what that drunk Patricia Arquette stumbled on about? It's our time to have wage equality once and for all and equal <laughs> rights for women in the United States of America. Yeah. Hey, ha- hey pa- Patty, Patty, I'm sorry, Patty. Uh, let me ask you a question, okay? Okay, how much do you make for doing what you do? And let's ask the members of the people in this room how much we make for what we do. Yeah. Talk about rage equality. What are you, nuts? <laughs> rage, wage, what's the difference? One twelve. That was the kind of world we'd made. So I left because there was no one to hold me there. <laughs> I'll hold you. The Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic. Uh, on look out, look out. Ride home on News Radio 106. Stand by.
Hey, this is Rodney, (laughs) and this portion of the Kimmel Show is brought to you by golfer Dustin Johnson. He wasn't able to sniff out a victory yesterday. (laughs) I guess his caddy gave him a bad line. I said he gave him a bad line. Move it along, all right? (laughs) And now here's your host, (laughs) Kim Peterson. Uh, Speaking of bad lines... Bill Kreutzman of the Grateful Dead is writing his life story. This was maybe one we want to read. <laughs> yeah, Bill Kreutzman, the Grateful if Dead. Words did glow, the memoir will be called Deal. With the gold of my three decades of drumming, dreams, and drugs with the Grateful Dead comes out in May. <laughs> on the heart. How those guys and Keith Richard are still alive is <laughs> well, not all the great ones. Uh, 118, it's only the Kipper. A couple of quick birthdays for you. Uh, actress Kelly McDonald from Boardwalk Empire. Is she that redheaded mother? And by the way, I, it, it occurred to me when she played the mother of the guy who was one of the stars that she was about a year older than he was. I mean, no, no, no. She was the wife of Nookie, the young Irish girl. The young Irish girl with all the kids. No, no, that the Nookie one who married. Huh? The one that Nookie married. The oh, that's girl. her. Yeah, oh, well, she was. Girl. Oh, I got you. She was one. She did that uh, thing on the hotels, didn't she? But she was the woman who was in. Uh, made, no, I'm not hotels. No, no, made this, her own. Um, uh, she went to New York with the kids. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. Okay, uh, Kelly McDonald. I didn't. I, I didn't know what's her name. All right, Kelly McDonald's 39 today. My, I got it wrong. Um, uh, AZs and so- can we start this segment over? <laughs> God, I am so sorry. I just I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I stop, all this meth. I'm just the meth. I'm telling you. You know. You know. It's amazing. Doctors and doc. I've had nine doctors say if you take meth right before you go on the air, you're really going to have a bad show. And I, damn it, I just I don't listen to doctors. I just don't listen. Oh, Christ. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, Aziz Ansari from Parks and Rec is 32 today. Emily Blunt, the actress, oh. is 32 today. Oh, Edge of Tomorrow. Her and Tom Cruise, good movie. Oh, really? Good movie. I, uh, is, is, it out, is it a new one or is it an oldie? Yeah, it's on HBO right now. Okay. She's Edge hot. of Tomorrow? Edge of Tomorrow. Science and what's that fiction. one about? Oh, Science, science fiction. Okay. Uh, Emily Blunt is 32. And uh, that cute little Dakota Fanning... Is twenty one now? Oh. Isn't that something? There you go. All right, there oh, we go. Yeah. A couple things. Yes. Keith Richards says he's still alive because he had the money to buy the best drugs, not cheap drugs. Ah, uh, no synthetic bad stuff. Okay. That's true. There and you, go. you got a Facebook from Rob. Rob, Facebook. Car- Kardashian girls involved in the accident yeah. all are fine since their rear bags went off on impact. Hey, hey ho! <laughs> they found them floating upside down in the canal. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> Looked like somebody was bobbing for whales. I don't know. <laughs> One twenty. Look out, it's only the Kimmer at News Radio 1067. 844 right, We got trillions of topics and issues and all the good stuff. And all and there's a bizarre story came across our desk this morning. In Ecuador, 14 farmers have been chosen to make a rare chocolate for a chocolate bar, which and it's only chocolate, and there's no diamonds in it, there's no gold. You know, there's some people will put Gold and diamonds and things into food to make it really expensive. So you you know buy the four thousand uh, dollar baked flambe or something or other. Well, 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 the most expensive chocolate bar in the world is from these fourteen farmers on the coast of Ecuador, and it costs for one one and a half ounce bar one and a half ounces three hundred and fifty bucks. 
The reason is it takes 36 steps to make a one-and-a-half-ounce toac bar. Translated means earth and tree in Ecuadorian dialects. You have to use wooden tongs to eat it because the aroma is better in your nose if you don't have your hands on it. 95% of chocolate around the world is made from mass-produced beans, but this chocolate comes from the remaining 5%, fine-grade cacao. Uh, 81% of it is mass, the rest of sugar, and it's uh, first harvested from the coast of Ecuador, then they're fermented and turned into, into liquid chocolate, which is then hand-molded and a one single hand-selected, hand-measured, shelled cacao bean is placed in the middle of the mold. It has to be exactly in the center, exactly fit perfectly, and measured exactly between 7 millimeters and 8 millimeters, period. And that's what how they make this chocolate bar 350 bucks for an ounce and a half. <laughs> okay, 122. Wait a minute, here's the newsbreaker line. Let's see what's on the old newsbreaker line. Good afternoon. Camera is trying to drop everything you're doing. This car is going to be great. It's going to be huge. The Trumps are the Donalds. Like I said on my honeymoon, stand back. I don't know how big this is going to get, this call that I'm about to make. <laughs> this business deal, yeah. The Oscars were terrible. They were deplorable. No. The worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, you think the whole four-hour show was produced by Jerry Farber or something. It was terrible. <laughs> The only thing that would have been worse if it's Lady Gaga had been backed up by Banks and Shane. It was awful. More cowbells. Hey, nice try there, Lady Gag Gag. Yeah. I don't remember Maria Van Trapp having tattoos. Do you? Wearing a meat the dress. The hills are alive with a sting of chlamydia. Nice try. <laughs> at the Academy snubbed my old friend Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers was not She mentioned. wasn't even mentioned not in the mentioned. In Memoriam segment yeah, there. Not mentioned, yeah. The good news is, unlike Kim Peterson, they waited for Joan to die before they forgot about her completely. <laughs> oh, at least people called me in the hospital. You know, I had visitors. <laughs> I love these guys. We're busy. You know, I was new and you know, stuff to uh, do. The Oscars, they really blew it. They blew it. They blew it. How'd they blow it? They though? also didn't mention uh, Lane Stretch, you know, the Broadway yes, Hollywood yeah. legend. Yeah, uh, you know, legend in the paving industry. It's, paving industry. Well, every time a late stretch clear their throw, you could build a driveway. Have you ever heard her? I'm in the mood for love. <laughs> Simply because you're near me. <laughs> I never thought about that. I fight to the finish. <laughs> Well, it was a tough weekend over there at Daytona for Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch, tough. He missed the race with yeah. two broken bones. Oh, broken bones. On the bright side, unlike his brother, uh, you know, Kurt Busch, they were his own bones and not in his girlfriend's face or anything. So he's got that going for him. Restraining order. Nice. nice. Yeah, the bad news is Tony Stewart finished the Daytona 542nd place, Kimmer. 42nd place. The good news is Tony was able to complete 500 laps without murdering anybody. So. Got that going for him, which is nice. Well, my old friend, former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani, is oh, in trouble in that. in trouble again. Yeah. yeah, Rudy's made another shocking over-the-top uh, claim oh, now. another one? What, what now? I... Well, you know, those Kennedy, they still have some bad luck, you know? <laughs> Kennedy, bad luck. 
Thank you. We have a new commercial from Rudy coming up in a second. Is it simply on? I did. I did start putting that. Thank you, boys. The Donald right here with a kimmer. Mercy. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. By the way, this was the day in 1965. Stan Laurel from Laurel and Hardy, the comedy team. Stan Laurel passed away in California. He was 74 years old. It's enough. Yups. To make a man burst out crying. <laughs> Dick Van Dyke used to do a takeoff on him, oh, which was yeah. very clever. Anyway, Laurel and Hardy, and you may not know that the story of Laurel and Hardy is, uh, you know, Hardy was born in Georgia. He was born in um, in Harlem, Georgia. His father was a Confederate veteran who was wounded at the Battle of Antietam. Did you realize that? Laurel Hardy, uh, Oliver Hart, no, well, Oliver Hardy, his real name was Norville, but uh, Oliver Hardy... Uh, was uh, was his father was wounded in the conf- in the uh, uh, Confederacy. His brother Sam d- drowned in a drowning accident in a Coney River. In fact, uh, Oliver Hardy pulled his brother from the river and tried to save him and couldn't. Died in his arms on the bank. He ran away from home. Wanted to sing in a theater down. In, there were there used to be lots of theater activity in Jacksonville, Florida. He worked as a at a cabaret as a singer. Uh, he was a janitor and a manager and. Uh, you know what a team, Laurel and Hardy. One twenty-seven on News Radio one hundred six seven. You are listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to three on News Radio one hundred six seven. This is Jerry Seinfeld, and this portion of the Kim Peterson Hell. Show is brought to you by John Travolta. John Travolta. What's the deal with this guy? Well, I thought when you got older, your hairline got higher. <laughs> he looked like a sixty-year-old Eddie Monster. <laughs> and now here's your host for the time being, Kim Peterson. Thank you so much, John Travolta. Fondling that girl's face, Dina Menzel, whatever, last night. Like uh, the creepy Uncle Joe Biden from the White House, fondling those girls and wives and stuff. I mean, that's just uh, that's just not good. That's only me. It's only the Kimmer 134, the old Peterson program here on News Radio 1067 with Hotel California record of the year in 1978. On a dark desert highway. It was the 20th annual Grammys. Fleetwood Mac won album of the year for Rumors in 1978. Michael Jackson kicked off his first solo U.S. tour in Kansas City on this day, 1988. And actress Halle Berry and Atlanta Braves outfielder David Justice announced that they were ending their three-year marriage on this day in 1996. <laughs> What's that? A little late on the hee-hee there, John Boy. <laughs> and by the way, I, I remember reading a book. There was a, a book. I forgot the name of it now, but it was a book written by a guy who went to all the minor league ballparks in America. Oh, remember, didn't I, I think remember I gave that. you that yeah. book. Uh, what a great book. It was a great book. I mean, I grew up in little teeny towns that had minor league baseball clubs, you know, and so you get to, you know, I, I, I met uh, Reggie Smith, George Scott. I mean, some of these old longtime ball players from way back. Anyway, um, uh, in the article or in the book, there was one chapter devoted to young rising stars, and Eddie Matthews was being interviewed by this author talking about minor league ballparks and minor league players, and Eddie Matthews told the story of how when he was uh, working as a hitting inst- he wasn't really hitting instructor but he was he was helping young kids coming up uh, in the in the in the Braves uh, 
team. And when David Justice was in the minors and was first getting to be a major leaguer, uh, Eddie Matthews said uh, he went to he went to all the young players, all these new players coming into the Braves, and tried to give them batting tips and because Eddie Matthews was a you know enormous uh, batting hero. And he said the only person out of all the minor leaguers he ever talked to, the only person who told him, I can do this on my own, I don't need your help, was David Justice. Mm-hmm. Out of all the players he'd ever tried to m- mentor, David Justice said, I-, I got this on my own, I don't need you. Embellish. <laughs> Embellish. <laughs> so when I tell a story about a true story, I have to embellish like I'm Brian Wayne. Okay, all right. Uh, and uh, and then Eddie and I went out and had a couple of margaritas and made out in the car. All right, is that? <laughs> I mean, now what? I deny the whole thing because I didn't embellish properly. <laughs> My God, man, one thirty-six. Oh, have you ever been to Savannah at the Grayson Stadium down there? The old ballpark? Uh, I've never been to the ballpark. I've been to Savannah, but never been to the ballpark. It's old enough that Babe Ruth and Ty Cobb played there. Wow, cool. So it's a great old That's stadium. That's a great, yeah, great stadium. I'll stand. All right, look out. It's on the camera. 137 on News Radio 1067. 844 1067. Patrick Harris making fun of Travolta there. Oh, in fact, speaking of John Travolta, uh, again, John Travolta blew the name of, was it Idina? What's her name? Last year at the Oscar Menzel at the Oscars. And so this year, they made they tried to make a joke about it with John Travolta when he came out and started fondling the girl's face. Benedict Cumberbatch. It's not only the most awesome name in show business, it's also the sound you get when you ask John Travolta to pronounce Ben Affleck. There you go. Well, that's... that's, that's that was just so funny. My, my cheeks hurt right now I, from the... The cracking laughter of my sides. I have one of those stitches. I don't know how I can make it through the rest of the day. I... Oh, even the critics are blasting the Oscars. I mean, just it, it, I think they jumped the shark. I, I, do you feel that at all? Or is it oh, just me? It's, I've been watching them since I was a kid. It was the worst. Forever. You've, you've watched the Oscars every year you've ever yeah. been born. That you remember? You're, you're, you know, you, and I, I, honestly, it's, I, have, I had no more interest. In, after, and I taped it. So, I, I mean, I watch bits and pieces while I'm doing my work in the morning, getting new stuff. But I just I have no more interest in watching that telecast. Than the, and, and my God, how many times do we need to know the best silent film documentary oh, from God. overseas with uh, foreign language subtitles? And the Oscar goes to who cares except nine people. I mean, it's not, you know, and, and then speak. they don't and, and then they don't have they don't pay tribute to people who died like Joan Rivers and Farrah Fawcett because they weren't voting members of the Academy. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Anyway, this incestuous, just <laughs> just not very good entertaining. That's all. 138, 138. It's on the camera. All right, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Bo Bergdahl, the deserter who still so far has gotten away with it, apparently is the reason that Kayla Mueller's family is extremely upset, believing that his freedom, the deserter that Puttitat gave for five killers from Al-Qaeda, they believe that his deal with the five killers doomed any hope that Kayla Miller would be able to go home to her family alive. Apparently, the parents, Kayla Mueller was the girl who was just killed recently. They claim by an American airstrike or allied airstrikes. I doubt that's true, unless they put her there deliberately, knowing that she'd be killed so they could blame us. But it was their fault she's dead. I mean, they kidnapped her and she's dead, so it's their fault. But uh, the parents said that they apparently originally... The ISIS killers wanted to trade his da- their daughter for a ransom of $6.2 million. Now, the family said they don't know if they could ever have raised that much money, but at least they could have tried. And then they said when the White House agreed to trade Bergdahl, who had been held for five years by the Taliban, the family believes the price for their daughter went up, the demands got greater, they got larger, and there's no way they could have made anything, and it was out of their hands. 
because when when the Al Qaeda people and the ISIS people said, "Ooh, look what we we got five killers for this guy. We can raise the roof now." And their daughter died because Putitat made a deal with uh, Al Qaeda. And you know that they're you know, they're now saying they want people to start uh, bombing malls and killing people at malls, and they particularly named the Mall of America in was it Minneapolis? Yeah. And you know, you know that we they're 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 targeting malls around the world for that matter. You don't think that they're going to also target malls in Georgia? I mean, you. I'll tell you, I, I go into a mall, I've got a gun on me. Unlike Minnesota. I, I'm telling you, yeah, Minnesota's a liberal freaking, uh, you know, Hubert Humphrey territory. But I go into a mall, I am armed. Period. I am armed with at least one pistol. <laughs> That's why I like to keep them guessing. <laughs> where do you, where, no, it's true. Where do you have it? Well, it's only tell you. <laughs> Is that uh, a, is that a in gun your in your pocket? Or? <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, uh, it's only the Kimmer, 844-404-1067. Uh, quickly to, oh, oh, here's Don. we got to go back to minor league base. It's kind of let it rip Monday here on the Kimber cool. program. I was going to play some ISIS bits, but let me get Don on here on News Radio 1067. Hello, Don. Welcome, sir. Love your love show, Kimber. Thanks, man. Um, a few years ago when Larry Munson passed, um, my dad told me that my granddad and Larry Munson were good friends. And I said, really? well, how was that? Yeah, I said, well, how was that? He said, well, your granddaddy played minor league ball in Nashville for, before they were the Nashville Sounds, it was an old team called the Nashville Terminals, and they had a, a railroad, big railroad hub, and they had their own minor league team. Huh. And one of Larry Munson's first jobs was a radio play-by-play guy for the Nashville Terminals, and he and my granddad became great friends. I'll be darned. That's a great, that's a great story. You know, and you know what Larry Munson's final words were on his deathbed? I hate the Kimmer. It was an incredible... <laughs> I hate the Kimmer, and I'll ruin everything he's ever done the rest of his life. Larry Munson, it was yes. a tremendous. You funny you brought up the minor league. I just read uh, Paul Tuckett Red Sox are moving out of Paul, Paul Tuckett. Really? Yes, yeah, since 1970, they're going to move. They've sold the team. They're going to move. Do we know where or no, what's going? We don't know. I'll be damned. I love minor league baseball. You know, if I if I had the if I if I were independently wealthy and retired, I would be involved in minor league baseball so fast to make your heads. I'd be hitting fungos. I'd be throwing batting practice. I'd be hitting grounders to the first baseman and third. I mean, honestly, I'd be there every single day and I'd be doing it all. Man, would that be fun or what? And by the way, when the weather turns, I still want to get our girls softball picture yeah. to try to strike me out with a girls softball team. And we got well, we're going to arrange that and do a little thing for charity coming up in the spring when they get back. At one forty-two. <laughs> oh, there were women, lots of women, lots of love making. Oh, oh love. <laughs> All right then. The Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home there we go. on News Radio one zero six seven. Stand by. Hello, my name is Jarrett the Magnificent, and this portion of our show is brought to you by Table for One. Table for One. What's a really stupid question to ask the Kimmer? Of course it's a Table for One. Don't rub it in, damn you. Now here's your host, Mr. Lonely. Take your sticky paws off me, you damn dirty ape. Look out. Ah, it's another sunny day. Somewhere here on News Radio 1067. How's it going? It's only me, it's only the Kimmer. 148, here's a number 844 404 1067. Newsbreak line's coming up. Sponsored by the signing doctor. Doctor. This is Melvin Franklin and the boys of the Temptations. And in 1995, Melvin Franklin died of complications from a brain seizure. He was only 53. Bummer. 
All right, that's a good here. Author John Sandford, very well-known, best-selling author. John Sandford, he writes the Birds of Prey, and the uh, he, he, he has a whole series of books um, uh, of mystery novels and stuff. He's very, if you were a, a read a lot of fiction, you'd know the name John Sanford. He's 71 today. There's a million books out there. He's one of the most prolific authors. He's like, you know, pick any prolific author. And Isaac Asimov. Isaac Asimov. There you go. Thank you. By prolific. <laughs> He's in favor of lifics. I think that's one <laughs> tremendous pro. He's a pro. Either you're for lifics or against them, and you have to be prolific. So I. Now, see, I should have known that. I, my bad. All right, anyway, it's only the camera. Yeah, 149. Here we go. <laughs> totally lost control. Where did it start? I'll get this off you. Thank you. 150 ish on News Radio 1067. Yeah! Hey, hey, hey. Let's get to the Newsmaker line. Let's see who's on the old Newsmaker line there. Good afternoon. Well, good afternoon, Kim <laughs> Well, now I wonder who this is. I can never tell by the voice. Uh, I really like what you're doing your show. This is Vince Vaughn calling, Kim. It's a great show, you know. <laughs> Vince. You know, it's a shame that you know, you know, Owen Wilson. I didn't crash your last wedding. I mean, we could have, we could have maybe <laughs> talked you out of it and saved you a million dollars. That's funny now. <laughs> Thanks for the memories. <laughs> so wait a minute. This is Ronald Reagan. You died, Vince Vaughn. You tricked me again. You just you're a trick. It was Vince Vaughn. I swear. Uh, well, it could have been. I might have been mistaken. Well, I saw some of the Oscar train wreck last night. Oh, man. Brutal. Clint Eastwood with his girlfriend, wink, wink, oh, Christina yeah. Sandera, yeah, <laughs> who works as a, as a hostess at his hotel. I guess <laughs> I guess hostess is what they call him these days. <laughs> hostess. Yeah, I hear she moonlights a ceiling inspector. <laughs> Since she spends most time looking, looking at, at it anyway, why not put her to work? Thank you. <laughs> Coincidentally, Christina's <laughs> uncle is Herman Cain, so... I did not know that. <laughs> did not know that. My niece. <laughs> hey, Christina, honey, want to go with me to the Oscars? <laughs> sure, Clint, as long as you've got a fistful of dollars. <laughs> Come along, honey. You sure you're not a cop? <laughs> Make my day. Well, I yeah, thought sir. Patricia Arquette, when she won, was going to get up there and... <laughs> Try to screw off Oscar's head and take a swig. (laughs) (laughs) She was hammered. Much like William Holden did when he won for Sunset Boulevard. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) As I once said to Nancy. Yes, sir. If Nerf made end tables, William Holden would still be with us today. Oh, 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 oh Nerf called oh, Nerf. <laughs> See if he cracked his head on an end table, drunk, and killed himself. So, but it made out of that Nerf stuff. I <laughs> See if he did his head on the Thank Nerf you. table. Thank you so much. He would not yeah. have had that whole head thing. Yeah. There you go. And Stephanie Powers walked in and said, who'd ordered the pizza? It, oh, 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 man. Anyway, <laughs> over the weekend, glad we can laugh at these. We can laugh at these now. Yes, we can. <laughs> over the weekend, it was the fiftieth anniversary of the assassination of Malcolm X back in nineteen sixty-five. Right. Malcolm X. Yeah. And in a related story, Louis Farrakhan celebrated his fiftieth year of undeserved freedom. <laughs> <laughs> Who dropped the ball on this prosecution? Paul Curly Howard Sr. <laughs> I mean, Screwy Lou is pretty much the Burl Ellis of assassination plotters, if you ask me. Back in the day, all right. Yeah. Here's a guy who thought of being in jail, folks. Boom. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) And 
On a sad note, yes, sir, sad. the tour manager of Nicki Minaj was stabbed to death in yeah, Philadelphia. Stabbed in a bar. Kimmer, police are trying to determine whether this was a murder or a mercy killing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if he had to listen to that, right, for six more months, he would have taken himself out anyway, right? Oh, man. <laughs> Great to be on this. I love it so much, Mr. Show. Former <laughs> President. Always an yes. honor, sir. Right. <laughs> Ronald Reagan, where are you when we need you? Thank you, Ronnie. Great American. 153. Look out. It's only the camera. News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. Rudy Giuliani is not backing down. And again, are you, are you hearing the phrase? He doubled down. He's doubling down. And my God, it's like the, when gravitas became the big yeah. word that everybody used when they were talking about who should be vice president. Remember that? Well, now it's doubling down. Rudy's doubling down. The White House is doubling down. You know, that's not, a, that's not a phrase. It's made up. What do you mean double down? Double what down? It's a betting thing, but it's not. You don't double down. What do you mean down? It's, it's just a phrase that somebody made up. It doesn't have any meaning. I mean, you know, double down. What, what do you mean? I don't, what, what goes down? What, what's doubled down? Put another bet on top of the bet so it's on the board? I mean, where'd they come double down? Anyway, that's a little crazy. But uh, Rudy Giuliani is fighting back. He created a media firestorm for claiming that President Obama doesn't love America. Now Rudy Giuliani is back with even more shocking claims. <laughs> you know, I'm probably going to get a lot of grief for saying this, but that Chris Christie has a serious weight problem. <laughs> I know this is a provocative statement, but I don't think that uh, Bruce Jenner is going to make a very attractive woman. <laughs> well, you know that Joe Biden sure says some stupid <laughs> <laughs> it's the Rudy Giuliani Stating the Obvious Tour. Getting in trouble for just telling the truth. You know, if that Kimmer guy was smart, he'd give Brent the truck driver a rest. <laughs> of course, he isn't smart, so he won't. Oh, ow. <laughs> oh, we have a definition. We have a definition. The Urban Dictionary. Double, Double down. down. To engage in risky behavior, especially when one is already in a dangerous situation. I still don't understand why, what it means. I mean, I, I know what it means, but I don't know where they got the phrase to make th those two words double down into that sentence. It also means having sex with more than one person at once. Well, now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> 155. And uh, last night at the Oscars, Birdman won the Best Picture Award. Of course, uh, the Sniper movie got Best Sound Editing, I think, and that was pretty much it. Uh, but that wasn't, that's not to be uh, particularly surprising. We got it. What do you got? I got it here. All right. Blackjack, to double your current bet at your turn and return for which you get one more card and then no more. Ah. And to put the card down, I guess so there you are doubling down. Okay. Well, I, I guess I'll accept that. Uh, and you hear this guy, uh, J.K. Simmons, who's been in the commercial world, and he was in, he's been a billion things. Spider-Man. Spider-Man, and he was in, uh, I mean, he was in uh, Law and Order as a psychologist, and he's been in a billion things. And he was the one who made a big hit last night when people said, gee, we should do what he says. Call your mom. Everybody. I told this like a billion people or so. Call your mom. Call your dad. If you're lucky enough to have a parent or two alive on this planet, call them. Don't text. Don't email. Call them on the phone. Tell them you love them. And people did. Uh, we, we, uh, people were texting. I called my mom and dad, uh, I think. Now, uh, this morning in Cleveland on the Fox uh, television news anchor station, Christy Capel was talking about Lady Gaga's music with her black co-anchor guy. Lady Gaga surprising a lot of people last night with his tribute to the sound of music. She was singing the sound of music. Julie Andrews joined him on stage, gave her a hug, and called it 
Here's a girl. It's hard to really hear her voice Lady Gaga. with all the jigaboo yeah. music that she do, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> she's, she has a, nice she's a gorgeous <laughs> voice. I never knew. Without all nice. that jigaboo. Six twenty-two this morning. Yeah, she apologized because she didn't know what it meant. One fifty-seven. You are listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to three, on News Radio one hundred six seven. Kimmer told a girl at the bar, yeah. don't be shy, go ahead and ask me out. There you go. So the girl said, okay, get out. Oh, wait. The Kimmer said show ask. On News Radio 106.7. <laughs> ask is the same as a order. All right, 206. It's Poco. Yeah, steel guitarist Rusty Young. Poco is 69 today. Look out, it's only the Kimmer. TV personality Damon John from Shark Tank's 46. Uh, let's see. Singer Howard Jones is 60. I must admit to you, I don't know who that is. Howard Jones? Who's Howard Jones? Do we know Howard Jones? Do, do we? The name is kind of familiar, but I can't think of a song he sang. 80s. 80s? Well, that's why I would remember the 80s. I'm welcome. Uh, what else we got here? <laughs> Now we're oh, yeah, this was a day in 1954, the first mass inoculation of school kids against polio using the Salk vaccine. Remember that? Are you, were you born? Were you went live then? Oh, way after that. Anyway, 1954, polio Salk vaccine. 5,000 kids in Pittsburgh were the first to be vaccinated. And uh, we wore our scars very proudly. And eventually they had the drinking liquid Salk vaccine. A little pink stuff, a little pink uh, liquid in a little teeny paper cup. Remember, check. All right, look out. It's only the camera. 207 News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. All right, it's uh, Letter Rip Monday, apparently. Dan the Lockman with a camera. Hello, Dan. How's it going? Oh, pretty good. How are you doing today, We're doing great, man. Nice to have you aboard. What's up? Uh, I've got a cousin that uh, his neighbor had a problem with a dog. Yeah. He's a he's a Vietnam vet, uh-huh. and and he was in uh, Desert Storm also. Uh, but uh, his neighbor said, if that dog comes in my yard again, I'm going to kill it. Oh boy! And he said, if anything, if you kill my dog, I'm going to kill you. Now we're talking. Now we're getting that good neighborly <laughs> stuff there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then his uh, his neighbor went to the sheriff, yeah, and told the sheriff, and the sheriff came over and talked to him and. Then he went over and talked to my cousin, and uh, he knew my cousin, and he told him the story. He said, yeah, I told him I'd kill him if, if he killed my dog. <laughs> he said, okay. Yeah. So he went back and told the other guy, he says, uh, you better hope nothing happens to that dog. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, now we're talking. That's a Georgia sheriff, by God, outstanding. <laughs> and, and yeah, and that's a true story, I tell you. I love it. Well, I mean, Dan, thanks, man. Give him my very best and tell him to keep that doggy all safe and sound and everything will be fine. Gee, willikers. That's very nice. By the way, have you ever heard this? There's a new a new doggy bedtime prayer. It's a kind of a cute thing, so oh. just put aside your hideousness for me. I got news magazines coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Uh, doggy's bedtime prayer. Now I lay me down to sleep. The king-size bed is soft and deep. I sleep right in the center groove. My human beings can hardly move. I've trapped their legs. They're tucked in tight, and here is where I pass the night. No one disturbs me or dares intrude till morning comes, and I want food. 
I sneak up slowly to begin and nibble on my human's chin. For mornings here, it's time to play. I always seem to get my way. So thank you, Lord, for giving me this human person that I see, the one who hugs me and holds me tight and shares their bed with me at night. Little doggy prayer for bedtime. Isn't that sweet? All right, 844 More news break is coming up here. Too hard. I like doggy. Too hard. Doggy. Gonna bite. Look out. Doggy. Gonna bite. Doggy. <laughs> well, oh, jeez. <laughs> Told ya, brat. Sorry. <clears throat> Well, they're at it again at the White House. Uh, people doing anything they can to not use the words Islamic terrorists. In, in, in fact, uh, Jed Johnson. By the way, his, his name is Jed, J-E-H. Jeh. Jeh. I, I think it was because, you no, know, what happened was, when he was born and they took him in to be baptized, uh, his parents had a stutter. So when the, when the minister said, and who it shall name shall be given to this child? Jeh, I baptize Jeh in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Thing there. They told me Jeh, Jeh. Anyway, Jeh Johnson, the head of the Department of Homeland Security, uh, says, ooh, we can't say anything about, you know, those people. Can we, we can't say that, can we? The video that was released by Al-Shabaab reflects what I believe is the new phase <laughs> we've evolved in terms of the global terrorist threat and mm-hmm. what we need to do in terms of counterterrorism. Groups like ISIL, Al-Shabaab, AQAP are now publicly calling for attacks, either through the Internet, through videos. We need to respond militarily, but we also have to have a whole-of-government approach through law enforcement, homeland security, and frankly, um, countering violent extremism efforts here in the homeland. Yeah, using more social media. The president wants to just give them all jobs and let them go to free community college, but General Jack Keane says, now just wait a minute. ISIS itself, it draws its central belief system from the Quran and from the writings of the Prophet Muhammad. That is undeniable. And it's a medieval interpretation of it. It is a literal interpretation of it. Therefore, slavery, crucifixion, and beheadings are part of their portfolio. There you are. How, how, how is that? How is that so hard to understand? Anyway, it just seems so simple. All right, it's two twelve. Matt's coming up here. We got more news break lines sponsored by the sighting doctor and uh, traffic too. Look out! Now I don't even have you. <laughs> Imagine me needing someone. Back on earth, I never did. <laughs> or here either. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Right, look out, look out. Champagne wishes and caviar <laughs> dreams, Robin Leach here. Yes. And this portion of the Kim Peterson Show yeah. is brought to you by Mrs. George Clooney. Oh. I don't want to say the woman is unattractive, but she walked past the harbor and the tugboats wouldn't even whistle. Are you kidding? <laughs> she went to a plastic surgeon. He added a tail. It and does. now here's your host, Tim oh, Peterson. Thank you so much. <laughs> Look out. Hold on, Matt. You're up next. Newsbreaker Lines also sponsored by the Siding Doctor. 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 And a, a college football Hall of Famer birthday, Fred Bulletnikoff is yeah. 72 My today. favorite receiver of all time. He could flee, man. He was good. And now, Holy Crap Sports and Pete Davis. And of course, Stickham helped catch him. Stickham everything. was good. Yeah, he was. Uh, and, they all, and by the way, I always thought Stickham was, was, was uh, legal because everybody used Stickham. Back then it was. Everybody in the 60s and 70s yeah. used everybody. I mean, and so it couldn't have been. I mean, yeah. you, you see it all 
all over their hands, hanging on uh-huh. their shirts and stuff, and no one did any. No one ever said anything about it. But it was illegal. I, I thought it was legal to use stick them. Anyway. Like Dick Nixon, we won't have B.J. Upton to kick around anymore. Yeah. The Braves interim center fielder changing his name to Melvin Upton Jr. This is true, by the way. That's real name. B.J. was short for Bossman Jr. His dad is Bossman Sr. Hey, it worked for Giancarlo Stanton. There you are. That. We are your FM home for the Atlanta Braves. That's right. Joey Logano, who I predicted would win. Although only my dog heard me say it yesterday. Yeah, well, I don't remember saying it out loud. <laughs> Won the Daytona 500, his first Dropped a there. couple of dimes on uh, Jimmy Stewart, did you? <laughs> no, 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 never. <laughs> Jimmy Johnson or somebody. Uh, Jimmy Tony Stewart. Stewart. <laughs> Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's right. I would have lost if I put it on Jimmy. That's true. <laughs> uh, the best moment was when the announcer said, Danica Patrick is three abreast. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> James Hahn outlasted Dustin She's Johnson. She's going to be very popular with the, with the men. To win at Riviera. He also beat Sang Moon Bay and his brother Half Moon Bay. Now, wait a minute. Or should I say half brother? I love that view of the Who? clubhouse at Riviera. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. It's, I, I want to play that golf course, oh. but it looks like the U.S. Open out there. I Beautiful. mean, talk about difficult. There's Mercy. a Spencer Tracy, Kate Hepburn movie from 1952 called Pat and Mike. She plays the course. Yeah. You can see the clubhouse. It looks exactly the same 63 years later. Isn't it also in the movie with uh, the Flyboy Billionaire Howard Hughes' movie, yes, Aviator? you're the right. Avi- Aviator? In, yeah, you're right. And they, they showed him. In fact, you're playing golf, and That's I think beautiful. they played uh, at the course, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. Speaking of Tracy and Hepburn, last night's Oscars, the worst ever. Yeah, pretty the bad. The worst ever. Julianne Moore wins for a film three people saw. Yeah. I defy you to name uh, the film. I, can't rem- I do not remember the name of the film. No. The Glory Song from Selma. And, and by the way, I have no idea what Birdman's about. It's, it I don't know hard. what it's about. Well, I'm going to talk about that in just a second. The glory song from Selma was all right. I can see Edmund Pettus sitting at home saying, hey, there's my bridge. <laughs> yeah. uh, Birdman won for best picture. The trailer looks like three hours of Michael Keaton overacting while your fingernails are being pulled out. Ah, uh, now I get it. It looks horrible. Giving Birdman the Oscar was like Hollywood giving itself a complimentary reach-around. Can you give me a reach-around <laughs> on TV? That's fantastic. <laughs> Speaking of which, host Neil Patrick Harris is better than Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. But that's like saying yogurt with fruit is better than plain yogurt. <laughs> I thought it was food, but it's snot. Snot food. A surprise entry. In See, the I thought it was food, but it's really snot food. Category. So I thought it was food, but it's not. So, so I... a surprise entry. In the best song I thought it was food. But... Category. Bill Cosby. A surprise appearance last night. Oh, really? Singing this nugget of joy. Oh. Before you slip into unconsciousness, <laughs> I'd like to have another kiss. <laughs> I can't believe it. Uh, Lady Gaga did a good job impersonating Julie Andrews, but Julie has better tats. That's true. I said tats. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> where's Bob Holt when we need oh, him? Oh, hey. And finally, World Cup of Cricket update. I know you look forward uh, to this. Tremendous cricket. If I could only figure out what they're doing when they throw it on the ground and then they run and then they don't, and you, I don't, I don't uh, no get any knows. part of it. The boarding school boy huggers of England. Now, wait a minute. Spanked, <laughs> and I mean literally spanked, the Scottish penny-pitching sheep lovers. <laughs> And tonight, these Zimbabwe mud-worshipping twig eaters <laughs> take on the West Indies ancestors of pirate rape. <laughs> Move to where the food is! <laughs> Just see, I mean, I, <laughs> move where the food is. What the hell? <laughs> well, we don't have anything to eat in Somalia. We eat, we eat twigs and little stones. Then move to where the food is. I don't know. What the hell? I got that. I thank you, Peter. It's only the camera. News Radio 1067 844 1067 Here's Matt, and I'm going to try to sneak on the newsbreak line. Hello, Matt. How's it going? Hey, Kimmer. How are you? Fine. Welcome. What's up, man? 
I thought you'd get a kick out of this. I was in a Home Depot parking lot in uh, Tacoa, Georgia. Uh-huh. And I do work out of a box truck, so I got the truck running to run the generator in the back. And I always got the camera blaring over the radio out in the parking lot. And normally people just ask me, who the heck is that guy? <laughs> but the guy, the retired guy uh, sitting in a pickup truck next to me rolls down his window. He's got a big old grin on his face, and he says, what station you got that tune to? I said, that's 106.7. That's Kim Peterson. He said, I know exactly who he is. I used to listen to him years ago. I said, yeah, he's been back for over a year now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, why did you tell him where you he can hear me? You're supposed to keep it a secret. <laughs> well, well, the other funny thing is this past Mother's Day, I just started listening to you, and I went up to South Carolina and took my stepmother to, to uh, lunch for Mother's Day, and I was telling her, I said, there's this guy on the radio. He's freaking hilarious. He's crazy. <laughs> And he, I said, he talks about the relevant issues, but he makes it humorous. And he, I said, he's freaking hilarious. I said, his name's Kim Peterson. She got a big old grin on her face when they lived down in Marietta. They used to listen to you, too. Uh, I'll be darned. Well, that's a great uh, Thank you so much, Matt. I really appreciate it. That's a very nice story and, and uh, flattering to us all here in the little Team Kimmer right here. How about a quick news magazine? We got four minutes. He was on there. Good afternoon. <laughs> Kimmer. Hey, it's W. How's <laughs> it going? It's good to know the pressure's off. No matter how good or bad I do, that Brett's going to ruin the show anyway. <laughs> so be. thanks for giving me a heads up on that. Right after you, sir. Well, I'm looking forward to the Oscars tonight. I hope. John Travolta doesn't make an ass of himself well, again. Sir, yeah. But I hope Patricia Arquette lays off the booze, you know. <laughs> she was hammered. But you kind of missed it, though, sir. It was, it was last I night. missed what? Yeah, the, the Oscars. The, the Academy oh, I think I heard something about it. Cameron's yeah. amazing. I'm sorry I missed it. Yes, uh, sir. Stephen Hawking won for Best Actor. I bet he was speechless when he got that award. <laughs> no, sir. It was an actor who played the part. See, it was what he, oh. the, the actor got. Not, not well, Stephen I'm not alone. You know, Senator Lynn. Lindsey Graham missed most of the Academy Awards show he last night. Missed most of it? What do you mean? Well, his TV's been on a freeze frame ever since Neil Patrick Harris came out in those wide front <laughs> jockey shorts. <laughs> I guess no one has to ask what the number one screensaver is over at Cox Broadcasting this morning. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a division of men's warehouse, which is which not is a clothing store, but a warehouse clothing, <laughs> filled with eligible men. I have some late-breaking news. All right, sir. Yes, sir. Greenbrier Mall has been taken off that terrorist watch list, Kimmer. Wow, that's great. Well, Al-Qaeda figured, you know, that they'd be outgunned. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that's taking a chance. (laughs) (laughs) You see, they'd be outgunned in Greenbrier. (laughs) Damn, they got Uzi's. Laura and I watched some of the L.A. Open from Riviera went into a playoff yesterday. Playoff, yeah, what a tournament. Yeah, Sergio Garcia kind of reminded me of uh, former 60 Minutes reporter Bob Simon. Well, what do you mean by that, sir? Well, he had a really bad driver. Oh, ho, ho. He, see, he hit the ball with the driver. It was not. It didn't <laughs> you didn't kill him, though. I don't know. Like, <laughs> not exactly the same. I mean, he was left to you on. Sergio would have been left on you on 17 and 18. That's <laughs> yeah. how bad it was. It was far off line. Well, I tell you what, Bill O'Reilly is fit to be tied, Cameron. He's really furious at that Mother yeah. Jones magazine article yeah. that claimed that he inflated his war record. You know, pulled yeah. a Brian Williams or something. Yeah, Lion Brian. Yeah. Yeah. Bill did you O'Reilly. did you hear O'Reilly over the weekend? No, I hear he had something. You're saying I, I inflated my <laughs> war record? Are you people out of your Falkland minds over there? <laughs> Falkland. <Are> you... <laughs> See, if I'm in the Falklands, I <laughs> British. I worked all weekend on that joke, man. <laughs> <laughs>
should be better than what's coming up as soon as I hang out. I know that. <laughs> Stand by, Brett. <laughs> we'll do it live. We'll do the joke live. Falkland Mines over here. Falklands. Thank you. Great. <laughs> well, there you are, Zach. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yep, yeah. <laughs> Look out, boys. 226. It's only the camera. News Radio 1067. Prosecutors in Gadsden, Alabama, trying to make sure an Alabama, Alabama woman doesn't get away with it. A grandmother is charged with making her granddaughter run laps for two hours as a punishment for doing something lying about getting some candy. She made their, her granddaughter run for two hours. Savannah Harden was nine. She's dead. And the grandmother's on trial for manslaughter, one of the death homicide cases. Gaston, Alabama, made a nine-year-old girl run for two hours as punishment for lying about having candy, and the girl died. 227 on News Radio 1067. You are listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on News Radio 1067. This is Woody Allen, and, and <laughs> this portion of our show is brought to you by, by Ronan Farrow. You know, it's bad enough that people say that Ronan isn't really my son, but, but why do they have to call me Hangman? It's, it's <laughs> awful. It's, it's humiliating. And now he's your host, you. at least for the time yeah. being, Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. I this really is my heartbeat song, it. and I'm going to play it. It's been so long, I forgot how to New song from Kelly Clarkson. like this one. Good music, listen to it. It's got a great beat and bring it. You know, this is a producer makes songs like this happen. It's the beat and the sound and the rhythm. It's a producer. It's like it's like Pete Davis on the Kimmer Show. You know, I mean, come on, let's say it. Pete Davis, you're the Kelly freaking Clarkson of my show. I'm saying it right now. Now wait a minute. Oh, by the way, I totally forgot, but I, I, I let's, do, let's do this right now. I have two tickets to the Georgia Tech basketball game against North Carolina, March 3rd, here in town. Georgia Tech, North Carolina, March 3rd. Two tickets. Who wants them? Come and get them. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Also, some unfinished business. Uh, last Friday... Uh, was the funeral service for a retired sergeant major of the United States Marines, Edward Platt Grealish of Winders, 76 years old, a legacy life member of the Veterans of Foreign Wars, served as an all-state post commander and uh, all-American state commander, a life member of the Purple Heart Association as well. Quite a Marine. And Edward Grealish, 76-year-old Marine from Winder passed away and uh, was buried on Friday. And our uh, condolences and best wishes for happiness and peace for the family and the friends and the uh, fact that he served his country so honorably. 220, uh, 236, 236. Kelly's got a new uh, song. Kelly Clarkson does? Brand new song. What's a brand new out. song? Kelly Clarkson right here. Oh, let's see. I hadn't heard that one. Thank you. 236. It's only the camera on News Radio 1067. <laughs> Uh, news break line. Let's see who's on here. Good afternoon. 
just in time. Brent hung up just. This is Tony Bennett calling. <laughs> Tony Bennett, what an honor. How's it going, Your show man? is beautiful, Kim. It's yeah, great. Thank you, know, you. Thank I, you so much, sir. Saw it's going to be off at the end of the week, and I have heard something, <laughs> oh, <wait> you know. <laughs> That's not good. Yeah, it's a shame that I, Tony Bennett, couldn't have shared the stage with my old friend Lady Gaga. You know, we've worked together on so many songs and yeah. albums. Yeah. I would have loved to have helped Lady Gaga with that wonderful Julie Andrew tribute she did last a night. Wonderful tribute, sound of music. Hell is alive with the sounds of Kimmer. A recreation that will make you puke. I boss my brains out at the sound of Kimmer. Dixie chicks choking on buffalo wings. These are a few of my favorite things. Dixie chicks choking on buffalo wings? That must be the disco version. Ho, ho, a girl on Cheshire Bridge. Niece, at least that was what Herman Cain says. Thank you. That's just Don't a few of my... Kill your favorite things. <laughs> Well, the Oscars kind of always remind me of the way the contracts are awarded out there at Hartsfield Corrupt Airport. <laughs> well, what do you mean, sir? Well, somebody says, may I have the envelope, please? <laughs> <laughs> and it better be filled with unmarked 50s and non-sequential numbers if you want that. <laughs> no checks, please. <laughs> Paper trail, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Much like when the Pointer Sisters come to a deadlock on the Berlin's trial. May I have the envelope, please? What was the dementia, Kim, about John Travolta creeping out? Yeah. I, you oh. know, whatever her name is, yeah, I can't man. say it either. Yeah, Did you see uh, Scarlett Johansson when he groped her? Yeah. But you oh, the oh. poor woman looked horrified. Scarlett looked like she just shed saliva with the village people or something. I mean, oh. <laughs> you know, she may have and not even know it was... <laughs> How can you tell? <laughs> One more thing that's been yes, bothering sir. me, Tony Bennett. Yes, they sir. showed this commercial during the Oscars. Uh, yeah. Bryant Gumbel and Katie Couric in the same car together, that commercial. Oh, that's right, yeah. I keep saying, where's Bob Simon's driver when you really need him? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Tony Bennett. I'm hanging up just in time. <laughs> just in time. Thank you, Tony. Tony Bennett right here. The T-Man. 239. It's only me. We just got the new Kelly Clarkson. The, the, Another new Kelly Clarkson side. song. Here's Kelly Clarkson with a brand new hit. The flip side. That's the flip side. Let's side. turn her over and <laughs> play the other side of the record. Uh, 239, uh, 239, on uh, News Radio 106.7, it's only the camera. 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. Rudy Giuliani is not taking anything back. He's uh, And I think, you know, he, he said what he said about Tat not loving his country. And I think he had a, a very legitimate point. That doesn't say, I think he's glad to be an American, or at least whether he was born here or not, he's glad to be in America. 
But I don't think he's the kind of person you say, you know, looks at, you look at him and his record and say, well, he really loves his country. That's just, he just what he said. So what's the big freaking deal? In fact, at least, you know, Congressman Issa, this guy, Daryl Issa from California, uh, we like him. And he said, you know, at least this is doing something by bringing up the issue. When President Obama uh, implied that, uh, actually said that Bush wa- uh, was unpatriotic for his spending in 2008, that was wrong, too. See, uh, There's plenty of that kind of behavior that goes on. But the policies that Rudy is talking about on the trail are important, and the policies have to well, be about national security. It's nice to take to do a war on uh, on poverty again, but the reality is we look to our presidents to go around the world and make sure that our our friends believe in us and can well, work me, with us, and our enemies fear us and up. know that let we are t- not going to tolerate. <laughs> well, shut up. I mean, man's trying to talk. It's a freaking interview. Let him speak. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, and in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, there was a birthday party, and the Saudi Arabian morality police went to check it out. There's a commission for the promotion of virtue and the prevention of vice. They raided a private party for a birthday in Buryada and arrested men for loud music, and they found that the men were dancing shamefully. So the men were arrested, and there was a cake and candles to celebrate a birthday. This is not allowed in Saudi Arabia. Their dress wasn't traditional. Their hairstyle wasn't traditional. And they were arrested, because, and the parents were urged to monitor behavior because it can lead to immorality and homosexuality. <laughs> if, if you got... <laughs> Hey, I barely even knew her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's that homosexual dancing. That'll do it to you. Pumpin' found it. Yeah, two forty-two. Did I tell you about Stuart? There was a lovely girl. The most precious cargo we brought along. She was to be the new Eve. Oh, my. With our hot and eager help, of course. I don't know where you're getting these. <laughs> the Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 167. Stand by. This is Farmer Senator Bob Dole. Hey, hey, Bobster. And this portion of the Kimmer Show is brought to you by Hillary Clinton. All right, sir. If God forbid that woman becomes president, <laughs> what will they call her airplane? Broomstick one. <laughs> and now here's your host until Friday. I know it. You know it. Cumulus <laughs> management knows Wait it. Wait a minute. Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. Look out. Broomstick one. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. A news radio 1067, baby. Look out. 844-404-1067. Got more news break lines coming up here. And a new survey in Britain has found that four out of five women in Britain don't take a shower every day. A third say they go for three days without washing. Two-thirds go to bed without taking off makeup. And uh, 10% or more, actually, 18 or so percent, don't brush their teeth before they go to sleep. Which, I mean, I, I think that's probably the one that most Americans do. But, I mean, you got to take a shower every day, don't you? I mean, you have to. I mean, my God. If you're going somewhere. Any, well, I mean, yeah, unless you, you, you live on your couch, period. But, oh, my God, that's just disgusting. Four out of five women in Britain do not shower every day. Four out of five. Whew, man. Good morning, ladies. All right, but first to Smokey on News Radio 1067. And Newsmaker Line is next. Hello, Smokey. Thanks for holding. How's it going? Man, I'm doing all right. How was the weekend? Good. What's going on, Smoke? 
Hey, uh, where did you get that information from? What's that? I need people. These people don't take baths. Uh, it's a survey. <laughs> uh, it was a survey in Britain, and it's. Um, uh, I mean, it's got very specific breakdown of everything. Eighty-nine percent of the women over there say they'd like to improve their hygiene, but they say they're too damn tired. <laughs> they get home wow. from work and they're tired, and they get up in the morning and they're tired, so they don't bother half the time. Cameron, yeah. Cameron you know what? I'm going to have to come up there in that studio. I'm going to have to spank you, man. You know why? <laughs> why is that, okay. Smoke? Not not like Leslie would do, but no. you you said that you like Daryl Isley. You like Daryl Isley? Well, I, I like I like his uh, I like his attitude. I like the way he speaks. I think he speaks his mind. He's uh, conservative, and yeah, absolutely. I, I think he's a good guy. Man, when are we going to do away with this conservative liberal stuff? Jeez, whiz. We, this is killing the country. Daryl Isley is the biggest criminal in Congress. Criminal? What do you mean by that? Criminal. What, why is he, how is he the biggest? Daryl Isley stole, stole cars when he was young. He, he's been to jail. This guy's a complete criminal. Well, on the other hand, let's look at this. You know that uh, LeBron There's James. No and, and you know LeBron James. And who's that famous uh, guard uh, who was in his I Can't Breath t shirts and stuff? Uh, not Hardaway, but the other one. Uh, all those guys. Those guys are all, you know, those those people have murdered children and raped innocent, handicapped uh, widows and uh, murdered police officers. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's oh, what I heard. Oh, oh. I heard that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like somebody was telling you know, that, that some guy got shot because he said, hands up, don't shoot, and, and that was a lie. So I figure if, you, if someone says something and you hear it, then it's probably true. Didn't no, you hear that? Can't. You never heard that? No. LeBron James, no, I, I, I started, he, set, he set on fire a bunch of girls in, in wheelchairs. Yeah, I swear, I, I, heard, I, I heard that. Didn't you hear that? I heard it. All right, well, let's just smoke. Y'all look forward to talking to you. You got to nail down the issues, baby. And you got it here on News Radio 1067. How about a news break line? Good afternoon. Camera's trying to drop everything you're doing. This call is going to be great. It's going to be huge. The Trumps are the Donalds. Like I said on my honeymoon, stand back. I don't know how big this is going to get, this call that I'm about to make. <laughs> this business deal, yeah. The, the Oscars were terrible. They were deplorable. No. The worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, worst you'd thing. think the whole four-hour show was produced by Jerry Farber or something. It was terrible. <laughs> The only thing that would have been worse if it's Lady Gaga had been backed up by Banks and Shane. It was awful. <laughs> More cowbell. Hey, nice try there, Lady Gag Gag. Yeah. I don't remember Maria Van Trapp having tattoos, do you? <laughs> Wearing a meat the dress. The hills are alive with a sting of chlamydia. Nice try. <laughs> <laughs> stink of Did I actually say that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Donald Trump. Yes, you are. <laughs> well, I'm very upset, Cameron. Yes, sir. Upset. Actually crying. The, uh, those yeah. bastards at the Academy yeah. snubbed my old friend Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers was not She mentioned. wasn't even mentioned not in the mentioned. In Memoriam segment yeah, there. Not mentioned, yeah. The good news is, unlike Kim Peterson, they waited for Joan to die before they forgot about her completely. <laughs> oh, at least people called me in the hospital. You know, I had visitors. <laughs> I love these guys. We're busy. You know, I was new and you know, stuff to uh, do. the Oscars, they really blew it. They blew it. <laughs> blew it? How'd they blow it? They huh? also didn't mention uh, Lane Stretch, you know, the Broadway yeah, Hollywood yeah. legend. Yeah, uh, You know, legend in the paving industry. It's, paving industry? Well, every time a Lane Stretch cleared her throat, you could build a driveway. Have you ever heard her? <laughs> I'm in the mood for love. <laughs> Simply because you're near me. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about that. I fight to the finish. 
Well, it's a tough weekend over there at yeah. Daytona for Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch, tough. He missed the race with yeah. two broken bones. Yeah, broken bones. On the bright side, unlike his brother, uh, you know, Kurt Busch, they were his own bones and not in his girlfriend's face or anything. <laughs> oh, so he's got yeah. that going for him. <laughs> Restraining order. <laughs> Which is nice. Nice. Yeah, the bad news is Tony Stewart finished the Daytona 542nd place, Kimmer. 42nd place. The good place. news is Tony was able to complete 500 laps without murdering anybody. So, <laughs> <laughs> got that going for him, which is nice. Well, my old friend, former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani, is oh, in trouble in that. In trouble again. Yeah. yeah, Rudy's made another shocking over the top uh, claim oh, now. Another one? What, what now? I. Well, you know, those Kennedy, they still have some bad luck, you know? <laughs> Kennedy, bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to be a- Thank you. So no. We have a new commercial from Rudy coming up. In fact. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Is it simply on? Is it simply delicious? <laughs> I did. I did sound pretty fast. <laughs> Thank you, boys. Look out. Oh, it's only the camera on News Radio 1067, 253. And, and well, we thought we had a line here, but I guess we don't. Oh, here we go. Oh, there we go. Now, wait a second. Hold on. He's going to, we got a, a special late live edition of the old newsmaker line. Uh, late live edition, 253. Let's use on the old newsmaker line. Good afternoon. Hey, it's Charlton Heston. Mr. Heston, why make a big deal of the reporter referring to Lady Gaga's music as a bugaboo? I mean, so what? (laughs) Well, no, it wasn't a bugaboo, sir. It was very close to that. I want to congratulate (laughs) Burt Lancaster on finally winning for Birdman of Alcatraz. (laughs) It's about damn time that movie got recognized. It was a wonderful movie, sir, but that is not really Birdman of Alcatraz. I'm going to leave Burt droppings over here, over there, over there. There was no Academy Award coverage in Rodney Ho's non-entertainment conference. Really, I can't believe it. I guess Rodney couldn't. You know, I guess he couldn't get uh, Larry Wax to share his favorite Oscar recipes for us. You know, that would have been good for four or five pages. Now it's time for a special oh, Oscar edition of Charnak the Magnificent. The Magnificent, yes, sir. The answer to this question is best original score. Best original score. What award did Julia Roberts receive from the Smyrna High football team? <laughs> she was That's very so musically inclined. <laughs> she played a lot of tunes up there. <laughs> Especially the flute. I know, and she got her braces removed. Her, de- her dentist got a thank you note from the whole <laughs> senior class. This question. <laughs> Bottom of the fifth. Bottom of the fifth. <clears throat> what did Patricia Arquette reach before making her acceptance speech? <laughs> <laughs> the answer to this question is, sounds too much like work. Sounds too much like work. Why did they call off the Selma protest? It don't leave it up for an hour or two, you know. They're on Pacific time, man. <laughs> I hold in my hand oh, the last envelope. Oh, last, thank you. Thank God. May your only son call the Dish Network and order the Neil Patrick Harris package. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is Hormel. Hormel. Hmm? How did Clint Eastwood introduce his date to Mel Gibson? No! <laughs> 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 
Mel. Thank you so much, Mr. Newsmaker Line, Charlton Despin. All right, look out, 2.56. It's time for the news people. The news people. Oh, it was my uvula. Son of a...